0: Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong, and I'm here with my co-host, Dennis Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where every week we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. Be here now. It sounds so simple, doesn't it? We hear a lot of talk these days about being present and how important it is that some of us may be scratching our heads and wondering, am I doing this right? So today we're going to be talking about what being present really means and some practical tips on how to work with your mind and your spirit on how to be even more present so you can live from your most empowered state. After the discussion, we're going to wrap it up with a group frequency calibration to help to begin to clear the distortion patterns around this topic. So let's get started. Dennis?
1: Karen, I've got a number of questions about this topic, uh, being present, Mm -hmm. you know, in this moment, and you hear it everywhere, Yes, you know, be in the now,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: be present, you Mm -hmm. know. And so from your standpoint, what what does all that mean? I, you know, I, Are we really, truly present?
0: Well, I think it's hard for most people these days because there's so much mind chatter and there's so much tailspin in the mind and there's a lot of stuff pulling at our attention all the time. And things blinking at us and beeping at us and flashing at us. So It's really difficult to be present. And I think to me, from my perspective, all that means is being in this particular moment without the mind. So it's not being thinking about my to do list in the future. It's not about what I regret in the past. It's just about being here with you right now. There's nothing else. It's just so, me, focus on you right now as an example. Yeah. So that's it. It's very simple. And funnily enough, it's the simple things that are the hardest often. So yes, that would be my answer to your question.
1: But if I if I do find that my mind, you know, I get into a situation mm-hmm. or um where I, I do find myself starting to go back, to go back in time, mm-hmm. because there's something that's, you know, because this situation has triggered something, mm-hmm. and now I'm back to, mm-hmm. you know, whatever that might be. Mm-hmm. Is there some way for me to kind of bring myself back into the now and yes. just kind of catch yes. myself? Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah. So the easiest tool that you have, the most, the most accessible to tool you have is your body. So it's to become very, very aware of your body. So it could be a part of your body. So sometimes I will, um, if I need to be present, I'll pinch my finger. Just a slight pressure. Oh, Just like, oh, oh. look, there's a sensation there. Okay. You can put your attention on a part of your body. You can, um, if that doesn't work because your mind is tailspinning, because a lot of times what will happen if we're activated around the future or the past is because something's, as you say, activated us. Mm. So we're trying to like go back to that emotional feeling or what it is or projecting worry into the future or anxiety about the future mm-hmm. so one other thing that you could use is to um, use either your hand or inanimate an object and go into it so really really become uh, very aware of say this cushion the texture of it the color of it and then zoom into it like just imagine yourself getting really into it completely absorbed by the threads that make up this cushion, Mm. so that you're really, really present with it. Because all there is now is you in this cushion. It doesn't matter what else is happening. The other tool that you can use is to go outside or to look outside. So you can look at the sky. If you can't physically leave wherever you're going, is to look at the sky and the clouds, and become really present with the clouds. And it looks like you might just be spacing out, but if you're really Mm. present looking at the clouds, then you can become completely absorbed in the clouds and then nothing else really matters. And even that will bring you right in. Or you could look at a plant. You could, if you like music, you can listen to music and allow yourself Mm. to become Mm. really present with that music and just allow yourself to sort of merge with it and and Mm. allow it to come into you, especially if it's uplifting music, music that you really enjoy. So it doesn't matter what kind of music, but you know, it's easiest if you want to raise your state to have more uplifting music. So anything that opens your heart or makes you feel grateful or joyful or really good about yourself, then use that. So that's one way to do it. For some people, they need to move. So another tool would be to get up and walk and be really aware of yourself walking. So it's the movement of the air on your skin, your propulsion through space, the feeling of your soles, of your feet hitting the ground. And it's like as you roll, your weight as it rolls from your heel to the ball of your foot or whatever your, your foot strike is. So what are your hands doing? How is your head, like how is your body in space? So that's another thing is to move. And then to, if you are now moving, to become very enraptured with Your surroundings, like the smell of the air around you, or the sounds. Or if you want, you can play with different senses. Like, okay, I'm going to be very aware of the sound right now. Or I'm going to be very aware of the colors around me. And that type of thing. And as you become more and more absorbed with that, then everything else drops away. So all of these are tools to drop away from... The mind, the chatter, the other stuff that can be spiraling, the to-dos, the person who did this to you, the why didn't they do this and they should have done that, or I don't want to do this and maybe that'll happen, or whatever it is. That drops away if you become very absorbed in that. Another great tool is if you happen to be near the ocean, which many of us are not near the ocean, but if you happen to walk near the, be near the ocean, is to walk on the sand, because that unevenness forces you to be even more focused, right? the unevenness of the sand under your feet, the texture of it, walking in the water, the feeling of the water. If you go into the water, the feeling of that. So you can even just take a bath. That would be another way to do that. Yeah. So again, yeah. it's just changing your sensory experience. Your yeah. body is one of your greatest tools to bringing you back yeah. into this present moment. Even if you need to dance, for example. Yeah. Some people find... Da- like, and Not about like how do you look when you're dancing, because that's, again, the mind, and you're out of the present moment. But just the feeling of your body as you yeah. merge with the music and move with it you're now in the present moment. And that's it. It's very simple. Mm, yeah. Yeah.
1: It, it, it sounds like really the key to success as far as really bringing yourself into this moment from what you just explained is to really just heighten your awareness mm-hmm. of this moment and you know, just your surroundings, your yeah. body, and just really coming back. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and when you say awareness, it's about awareness. It's not about thinking. So yeah. The point is to stop thinking. Yeah. Just, and so just I mean, when you're looking at this cushion, you're very absorbed over those flowers, for example. And you're just looking at all the different textures of that flower or the smell of the flower, whatever. You don't have to judge the flower. You're just just yeah. with the flower and absorbing it. So there's no thinking. So that's the whole point. It's to remove the mind from the the
2: whole thing. You, you whole know,
1: as as I practice this, is because it is a practice, yes. just, just like anything else. Yes. And um, I find that, uh, you know, when I do kind of get lost, and mm-hmm. either I drift toward the future or toward the past, yeah. is that chances are what's triggering that is some kind of fear. Mm-hmm. Is that yep. uh, I'm afraid of this coming back up? Mm-hmm. Or I'm afraid of what's going to happen in the future,
2: mm-hmm.
1: so I can't be here right now. Mm-hmm. You know, because of yeah. this fear yeah. or this concern or whatever this yeah, might be. Yeah, or
0: anxiety, or regret, or anger, or whatever. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So as I as I practice, this, I find that, boy, you know, take a look at the fear. What's what is it that's keeping you from enjoying this moment? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so that's it's. it's it, it is quite a practice, and it takes it takes time.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I was um, at a, a couple of years ago, three years ago. I was at a, a conference, and it was an online marketing conference. And uh, the person who was leading it, there was about I don't know, eight hundred or a thousand people in this room, and um, the person who was leading it just wanted to do a very short meditation. And the number of people who struggled with that meditation, they could not be still, they could not do it, they could not do it, they could not they really struggled with it because they weren't in the practice of being without distraction, of being just sitting there, listening, without thinking about doing something or how they're implementing or a strategy or whatever it was. So I thought it was really fascinating that a lot of people really Mm. struggled with that. So this is a muscle. So the more that you can be this moment the easier your meditation practice will become and also what's awesome is that as our beingness expands so being in the present we're practicing the muscle of being Mm. which is kind of a funny analogy because it's not about doing but the more we are allowing ourselves to be in the stillness the more that we can experience and have more connection to the all that is because in that in that spaciousness Of that stillness. That's when so many things can happen because we're not cluttering it with all these preconceived, like this, this chatter that's happening. More magic can come in, more synchronicity, more inspired ideas. All that stuff can happen if there's space for it. But if we're constantly filling it with talking and chattering and thinking and planning and regretting and emotioning and all that stuff, then it doesn't, it's hard for that stuff to happen. So. You know,
1: and you said that kind of that word that can be quite threatening to people is stillness. Mm-hmm. If everything does stop, mm-hmm. you know, as far as the mind,
2: mm-hmm.
1: what have we got? Exactly. And it's like, oh, I don't want to go there. Yeah. Because that's the unknown.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, aye, 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 aye. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would rather be in control, Karen. <laughs> And I want I want some kind of, you know, I want something happening so that I don't... Yeah. I mean, this is scary what you're talking about for some people. I yeah, mean, absolutely. It's like this.
0: Yes, absolutely. Because in stillness, there's no a- attempt to assert a sense of self. It just is. So you're not trying to be somebody. You're not, you know, you just are. And I think that's really difficult for people because we're striving so hard to, to like present ourselves in the world or assert our sense oh, of self and oh. defend that sense of self and all that sort of thing but if th- then you don't have a need to and that's a wonderful thing about this work is you stop needing to have a sense of self in the same way that you used to So the sense of self is about completion and fullness and this very high level of frequency but it's not about trying to assert it in the same way because we're not mm-hmm. trying to defend anything mm-hmm. we don't need to so yes stillness is something that scares a lot of people a lot because then what happens in that stillness? What would you have to look at? at, What would you need to be with? All that sort of stuff can be very threatening, especially to your mind, which is very staked in having an identity. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You you know, the other thing
1: that I've noticed, you know, during this practice and as I become aware, you know, more and more that I'm not in the moment, you know, Mm -hmm. listen, get back here, you know, you're Yep. But what I find is that when I can get to that point where I am here at mm-hmm. this moment, and I'm having a conversation with someone,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I'm now becoming aware of whether or not they're present.
0: Oh, it, you know it instantly. I don't think you need to me. I can feel it instantly. Yeah. I mean, I think. I mean, our pets know it when we're not present. I mean, I feel like they just know. Like yeah. if the person is checked out, it's a very instinctual thing. I feel yeah. like. To me, anyway, you know,
1: you, ha- you have a conversation, and you carry the conversation, and it's you know it's a you know but you walk away and go nobody home.
0: Yeah, well, and then you don't want to continue the conversation. At least that's what I've noticed. If you're, someone's not present with you, why would you continue having the conversation yeah. with them? Yeah. So yeah, it's being um, that it expands your field essentially yeah. is what it does on frequency level. The more present you are, it's funny the stillness. It's an interesting thing. When we drop into stillness and we drop into the collective present now, what we can access is infinite. So it seems like one point in time, but you're actually a frequency level accessing everything, all that is. So and as a result, you can receive a lot more because you're yeah. in that moment yeah. of stillness. So and I, I want to th- Thank you for raising this thing so this is a discipline and a practice so of course our minds want to jump around this is the monkey mind the buddhists have talked about yeah. for centuries yeah. so all you have to do is be like okay come back here come back here It's all just bring your just bring yourself back without smacking yourself too hard you know like yeah. oh you should yeah. not pay attention you know it's hard to focus all yeah. the time it's a bit difficult oh. so and especially because we are so in culture to being distracted it's very easy like people don't even want to focused enough to read an email anymore they want to just look at the pictures that's why instagram is so popular so the thing is to pull yourself into the sense it requires like an energetic right an energetic of focus like okay no I'm gonna bring myself here and it doesn't have to be this like tremendous like muscling but it just like bring back a bringing back but that requires um, a sort of energetic focus that takes some discipline as opposed to just like okay I'll just do whatever but that the the payoff is that you can access yeah. everything in that moment of stillness, and the not only will um, your meditation get better, but your intuitive abilities mm. will get stronger. Your um, like I said, those synchronicities, the magic, all that stuff becomes easier to experience because there are spaces, yeah. there are gaps in which all of that is allowed to come in. So it's really it's, fantastic. It's kind of
1: like you've raised your hand and said, "I'm ready to receive. I'm I'm open. I'm still. Mm-hmm. I'm in this moment. And yeah, br- bring it on.
2: You know? <laughs> and that
1: and that's and that's when the magic and the mystical and it's like oh my, here's a new world yeah. I never knew of.
0: Yeah, you know it's interesting. <clears throat> there are people who experience magic all the time, but they're so distracted they don't see it. And I, they walk around and they just yeah. don't see it. And I thought, wow, wow, they they. they they just, they just missed that, yeah. and it's happening, and yet they seek, yeah. they, they're seek they they seeking this magic. Yeah. So um, really, it's about awareness, and what happens also, what I just want to mention as well about being present, as opposed to having like a single focus, like I'm focused on you, mm-hmm. what happens is when we're present, and the more work that you do with frequency work, what happens is that instead of being focused, like just, you know, we tend to think of our focus as in front of us, right, because we have eyes and they look out of our heads this way, mm-hmm. yes? When we ascend and do clear more and more of our distortions, what happens is the more present we become, as we're in that state, it mm. becomes spherical. Mm. So what happens is your awareness, instead of being just this way, is thi- like in a sphere. Wow. Okay, so it's a lot more information. So it's mm. a really cool muscle to build because yeah. there's a lot, people don't realize what the benefit of it is other than like you might feel you know good in the moment and you have, can have more connected relationship, which is all imp- important, wow. obviously. Yeah and can change the way our life feels mm-hmm. and there's a lot more the more you practice it.
1: You know, and one last thing before we wrap up and it this is something that you mentioned earlier but as, you know, if you're if you're just getting started with mm-hmm. this concept and being present and yeah. whatever a wonderful place to practice nature. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. you know, to go into the forest or to go in mm-hmm. And you talk about stillness, and chances are, for a lot of us, you've never, ever experienced nature like that before. Mm-hmm. It's where you completely surrender, and I'm here,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I'm open.
0: Yeah, and another tool that you can use is to, um, this is, uh, can be really helpful if you need something to focus on, is to, to merge with something. So to merge with a tree, yeah. to merge with like if, if there's a stream, yeah. to like just be like, what's it like to be this water? Can I be this water and then you send your attention and just, you know, imagine if you were in the water being carried through the stream Mm. or what's it like to be this tree? And the thing is about nature because of the frequency of the earth, Mm. that is the present moment. The earth only holds the present Mm. moment only. So there is no other moment like your animals, your pets. Only exist in the present moment they don't have the past and they don't have the future so sometimes even if you want to just sit and pet your cat or be with your dog or whatever that's a really good they're a really good teacher for us to be in the present moment Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes what happens is that animals uh, distort a bit and they become like us because we distort them Um, they take on our stuff um, so they can lose that to some degree but they for the most part are in the present moment all the time so being with an animal can be another way to access the present moment. So um, yeah.
1: well every dog and every cat uh, out there just loved your message <laughs> <laughs> because they love to they love that oneness yeah you know so and they love to share it yeah. So, yeah. Okay. well Karen, thank you very much. Thank you. Karen, could you help me? I hear so often when I look at uh, your video or your website,
0: These GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find they go into varying degrees of altered state. So please do not drive while listening to this GFC. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration on presence. All right, so let us begin by bringing our attention awareness focus to our solar plexus, which is the space between your belly button and the base of your sternum. And your sternum is that big thick bone in the center of your chest where your ribs meet in front of your body. So again, your space, the space between your belly button and the base of your sternum. And as you become aware of this space, please also become very aware of the space around you. So the relative space between you and the inanimate objects in the room or the space that you're in. And if there are no inanimate objects where you are because you're outside, just notice where you are in relation to everything else. Good. Let's take three breaths together here. On the first breath, inhaling. And holding your breath for a count of four. And whenever you're ready, exhaling all the air out of your lungs and holding your breath out for a count of five. Good. And now on your second breath, inhaling and holding your breath in for a count of five, becoming very aware of the temperature of the air, the feeling of the air coming into your lungs and filling them, perhaps even the taste in your mouth and the smell of the air. Whenever you're ready to exhale, exhaling all the air out of your lungs, becoming very aware of that sensation. And then holding out that exhaled breath for a count of six. Noticing and becoming aware of how it is to experience the voided breath. Noticing, if you're comfortable with it, if it agitates you, if you don't like it, without judging it, just noticing. And on your third breath, inhaling as slowly as you can, and holding your breath in for as long as you possibly can. Noticing the feeling of your lungs stretching in this way. Some of you will hear your heartbeat in your ears whenever you're ready, exhaling all the air out of your lungs, feeling it tickle your nose hairs as it leaves your nose, and then holding your breath out at the bottom of your breath for as long as you possibly can. And when you get to that edge of discomfort, where it feels like you cannot hold your breath out any longer, stretch yourself and hold your breath out for a full second longer. Noticing your body as you stretch with this. Whenever you are ready keeping your attention in the solar plexus as you breathe normally. And for those of you who are new, please note that I'm working with you on the group and the subgroup level. And that I'll be making noises on my end. So I will be humming or perhaps even yawning, even though I'm not tired. You hear me exhale sharply and more and more I work in silence. So whenever you hear these sounds on my end, this is just my way of removing the distortion patterns at this current period in time. It likely will change or continue to change. So I invite you to use this as an opportunity to strengthen So what I was waiting for, which is the mastermind to gel, has just happened. So we're going to continue by asking ourselves the following question. And that question is, how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And that question again is, how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source, and as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of a brilliance deep, deep within your body that starts to get much brighter, much more expanded and even more radiant as you become even more aware of your connection only to pure source and on my end I'm working at source level to increase your natural bandwidth or connection irrespective of what level you're at. That doesn't have to mean anything to you. All you have to do is keep your attention, and awareness, focus on your solar plexus and breathe normally.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. And for some of you who radiate outside of your body and say into the stars or beyond, please be sure to keep some fraction of your awareness in or on some part of your body. It's extremely important for you to stay anchored in your body. It's vastly more stable. And much faster. So and ultimately much faster. So just as a note for those of you who are expanding at that level. Good. So now you're gonna bring your attention awareness focus between your belly button. And your heart space, again, that's between your belly button and your heart space. good. All right. So the first distortion pattern we're going to clear is that of the resistance or the fear of, or the discomfort with, depending on what screw subgroup you're in, with what is. What is. Okay. Be it how you feel in your body, what's happening around you, whatever it is. What is. So, who will be this? In order to expand into the infiniteness of the present moment, you need to fully accept and surrender. What is this? Is particularly tough for those of you who are overachievers or who like to control things. Bringing your attention now to your heart space, this next distortion has to do with despair, and it is the despair that things will get better, that things will shift in a way that's more beneficial to you, whatever that looks like for you, so that things will always stay the same, which fuels the distortion pattern we just removed of resisting what is which is completely reasonable. But we need to remove this in addition to the one prior so that you can be more fully present. very good and there's a subgroup of you where you have to uh because of lineage patterns you have to fight what is Okay, you had to like just fight it tooth and nail to get something better. So you're in always a state of struggle, which is very exhausting. So if I say something that resonates with you, it's likely yours. And if I say something that you really resist or think can't possibly be yours, likely it is you. So I invite you to be open to that possibility. And now breathing or bringing your attention from your lower belly all the way up to your heart space. And the lower belly is just anywhere where your lower belly seems to be to you is fine. So your lower belly all the way up to your heart space. So what I was just working on and I had to focus there for a little bit more acutely was, um, the, uh, the resistance or the discomfort with, and for some of you, the fear of stillness. So if something is not active around you and there's no device and there's no whatever, then some of you get very uncomfortable with that. Like you need something to be happening. So, uh, especially now because we're so conditioned to and addicted to worry about devices. So I'm just going to remove this frequency distortion so that you can allow yourself to be in or have more ease being present. Because as we do more and more of this work, that stillness comes from within us. And if we have patterns running against that stillness, I mean, or against stillness generally, meaning we don't, we're uncomfortable with it, right? And this comes for many of you from lineage, as well as cultural conditioning. Then we have a bit of a problem because we have polarized or very distorted um, things happening at the same time. Okay. So just removing this. And now if you bring your attention, please, to your solar plexus between your belly button and the base of your sternum, the next distortion pattern has to do with the fear of missing out. And so as a result, uh, and this is very uh, amplified currently by social media and in a lot, almost all of our marketing that we see around us, it's like it, there's a lot of engagement of this fear of missing out. What that causes in us is, is to actually live not in the present, it forces us into the future, right? Into a future where we don't have the thing, but it's pulling us or pushing us depending on who we are into a future that doesn't actually exist yet. Right. But it's like for some of us, because we're not as stable, we get pushed out of time, which is not good. And something we can talk about at a later date, or if you want to know what that means, you can listen to or watch the episode with regards to reshaping your relationship with time. Okay. So if you want to know more about that, you can watch or listen to that. But in any case, this is the fear of missing out, which distorts you in terms of time and pulls you out of the present. This is not good for being present, obviously, since it's pulling you out of time. So working on this with you for a second here. Yep, very nice. And now, uh, actually, this is in your sacrum. Okay, so bring your attention to your sacrum. a bunch of different things here happening at the same time. Okay. So I'm going to speak to different subgroups. So there's a subgroup of you that running through your sacrum. What's happening is it's difficult for you to be present because you're in multiple realities at the same time. So if you don't know what reality to be in, it's very difficult to be present because you're split into all these different realities. Okay. That's the first thing. There's another group of you where our subgroup, I should say, where you exit your bodies all the time because you've had trauma or it's been unsafe or you're lonely or, um, it just seems better out there. But for whatever reason you're leaving your bodies. Okay. Which is very destabilizing because by the way, if you're not in your body, something else can come into your body, which is not good at all. You want to have dominion over your body because it's yours. There's a third group of you that is afraid of the expansiveness of the present moment, okay, that you're going to get lost somehow in the infiniteness of it. Okay. Um, and that's uh, that frequency has been caused by um, a sense of internal weakness from a spirit perspective. There's another subgroup of you that just is not comfortable without the distraction. Like being with oneself is very difficult.
2: Right? For
0: whatever reason. Now there are a couple of you within that subgroup that do have um, entity possession. So of course you don't want to be with yourself because there's something else in you. It's a very small subgroup. Um... So the only way to resolve that is to have the entity removed, which I cannot do in in this session, but just as an FYI, you may want to book something separate. And there are other subgroups, but these are the main ones, okay? So I'm going to be quiet for a minute here, or a couple minutes, as I work on all of you for whatever subgroup you're in. Good, last thing we're going to do is bring our attention to our solar plexus, where I just need to manage your pain bodies, because a lot has happened, and they're getting activated because they don't like all the change, the more present you are, the less you need your pain body, just so you know, it has a lot less power when you're very present, so it doesn't particularly like any of this, just breathing into your solar plexus, If you can take a nap or go to sleep right now, I recommend it. And if you can't, it's okay. Good. This brings us to the end of this session. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. These GFCs help people release distortion patterns. It's my sincere hope that you benefit profoundly from this series, which is why I spend so much of my personal resources creating these as my gift to the world. If a GFC topic resonates with you, Often more work that can be provided in this one GFC is needed to really clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, usually there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper what this session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com for more targeted
2: support.